Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by Elisa Woods. And guys, as you heard in Chris's introduction, we have some big news. We're now officially sponsored. We're officially official. So thanks to the Ivy College of Business for, you know, having faith in us. <laughs> and hopefully we make them proud. We will not let you down. We're joined tonight in this episode 13 for by Cyclone Fanatic's own Jacqueline Cordova. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Steph. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for giving up your bachelor night for us. Yeah, it was it was a really hard decision. I almost didn't come because things were getting heated, but it's oh. fine. We're here. We're thriving. We, we are thriving. We really appreciate <laughs> Have, you. Wait, you just said we're thriving. Do you listen to, do you follow Heather McMahon on Instagram? Maybe not. I guess she's not the only one that says we're thriving. So I am also thriving. <laughs> uh, well, if you follow Cyclone Fanatic at all, you know Jacqueline covers Iowa State wrestling. So we're going to pick Jacqueline's brain about uh, Iowa State wrestling and also pepper her with some personal questions because we think Jacqueline's wonderful and want you to get to know her as well as we do. So prepare. You're in the hot seat. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> You're giving me this look. <laughs> it was also a big weekend in Hilton Coliseum. Uh, two wins by the women's basketball team and men's basketball team. Unfortunately, a lot of that was overshadowed by the news today that Tigris Halliburton is out for the remainder of the season with a fractured wrist. So that's a huge bummer. That's rough. And I saw when he went down and I think it was Chris immediately tweeted you know oh I saw him go face first and I was like no it's his wrist it's got to be his wrist like and I think Brent Bloom even said afterwards he's like yeah he was grabbing his wrist I knew it was was immediate but we'll still recap Saturday it was a big win for the women's team especially and it was also a big weekend for a couple of former Iowa State basketball players which I'll tell you about and then as Every Title IX podcast goes. We'll also throw in some random sports stories at the end. I have no stories, so let's see what we can come up with. (laughs) Sounds good. Between now and then. (laughs) Uh, But before we get too into this, I think we need to give BFF of the pod, Jared, a kudos. If you listened to our last episode, you heard us giving Jared a little bit of a hard time for not shouting out our podcast or us individually when he was on Fanatics. But last week when he was on Fanatics, he did exactly what we asked him to do. (laughs) Not only did he play Ja Rule coming out of the break, but he gave us a straight murder. I love it. (laughs) It was almost as if he said, I love you, Steph, and I love you, Elisa. It was that close. It's true. He gave us a love fern, and we won't let it die. That's right. So thanks, Jared. He doesn't have a mic. If he did, he would say, I love you guys. (laughs) He's just shaking his head. (laughs) And avoiding all eye contact. Mm All right, Jacqueline, you ready? Yep, as okay. ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> All right, so you've covered Iowa State Wrestling for Cyclone Fanatic for how many years now? This is my third season. Okay, and you've told me how this all started, but why don't you tell the world how you got this job? Uh, so I kind of just knew of Cyclone Fanatic because I knew Jared before this. Um, so I just knew that that's where he worked, so I followed it through that. And then... One day I decided, well, I guess I didn't decide, I realized I needed to pursue a career in athletics, and uh, their intern at the time, Garrett, had tweeted he'd gotten an internship in uh, Denver, and so I took it upon myself to tweet at Garrett if I could have his job, <laughs> and Garrett As said- As every good story starts. Yes. So Garrett, of course, said no, and I went ahead and tagged Chris, and I said, I'll let Chris Williams decide. I'd literally never spoken to Chris ever in my life, but um, I did that, and so it worked out because Chris actually DM'd me and said, hey, were you like actually serious? 
And I, as natural as it comes, I freaked the heck out. <laughs> and I texted Jared and I said, is he serious? And Jared's like, yeah, just respond to him. And so Chris sent me an email and said, if you want women's basketball or wrestling, you can have it. And so I picked wrestling. And the rest and, is history. Yeah, literally that's how it went down. That's a power move. I feel like that's like parking an employee of the month <laughs> parking spot and just not giving a flying bleep. Just, you just here roll I am. It, take it. Yep. Just I, I would like you to edit this story and say I just started showing up. They didn't tell me I could work here, and eventually they just started paying me. I guess. Yeah, and it was literally like in the middle of the night too. Like it just came straight out of nowhere. So, and I think Chris had actually followed me back. Followed me back at some point prior because like my like bio said something like I was an aspiring journalist at the time. And so i I caught his attention, I guess. So nice. Were you a wrestling fan growing up? Did you, were you a wrestling cheerleader or something? Did I make that up? I was not. Okay. A okay. My mom was a wrestling cheerleader. I'm the, honestly, that boop, could boop, be what boop, I remember. Boop, 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 uh, no. I don't think I've ever told you that. Well, I, f- I yeah, feel like we, a fun fact for you. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like maybe she was the manager now that I think about it. <laughs> not the actual cheerleader. Yeah. yeah she was I definitely was a manager. manager. Were you a wrestling you. manager? Yeah. Okay, that's what I that's it. I didn't follow wrestling until I moved to Iowa. Okay. And yeah, this was a funny story too cuz I told you when I was a fresh when I moved to Iowa the this guy in my school who was like the guy who hit on every single new girl was like you should join the wrestling team like you should do something and I was like, I guess, like, that's a way to make friends. I wasn't really following what he was trying to throw. But, <laughs> so I became a wrestling manager, and, you know, joke's on him, because I did not talk to him, but I stayed as a wrestling manager. For okay, that's I love it, it. I knew you were some way connected to wrestling yep. in high school. Wrestling okay. Manager. And now he flips burgers down at Bebop's. No, Nothing wrong with that. I love Bebop's. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold loves Bebop's. I don't love Bebop's. I do. It's my food of choice after I run any significant amount of really? miles. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Jackie, what's your food of choice after you run a significant <laughs> amount of miles? Um, I don't run significant amount of miles, but I don't know that Bebops is the first choice. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's how I roll. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, if I'm just going to be honest here, I was I am not a huge wrestling person and much to my dad's dismay, I think he would have loved if I was. But what do you recommend for someone like me who has only a basic knowledge of wrestling and wants to start paying more attention? Um, I think the like best thing you could do is go to a duel and attend it with someone who does know it, who can sit with you and answer your questions as you're watching it. Because, I mean, I would love for you to read everything I write. And from that alone, you suddenly are like, I'm into this 100%. <laughs> but I think you should go and sit and watch it because um, it's such a there's just so much detail that goes into it. And so I feel like if you could just sit there and really watch it, it could be a different experience because that's what I did with. Um, Nikki, who does our video, she went with me to their scrimmage and she just sat and asked me questions as we watched the guys wrestle. And she said she got more out of that than um, things she'd read. So because I'll, I admittedly I read the stuff and I just don't it's straight over my head, you know, because it's technical and I don't understand all of the points and scoring. And but but you're right. It's like anything. Anytime you want to catch up on a sport, you're going to sit down and watch and ask questions. I feel like, and I could be completely off, but just from watching state wrestling, because we have state wrestling at the arena that I work at, if, if the guy or gal is, or gal, I'm 75 years old and I eat where there's originals. Um, if the individual is on the ground and they get up, then they score. If the individual is not on the ground and they all of a sudden are down on the ground, then the other person scores. 
That's all you need to know. Yeah. You heard it here. And then well, we, we all know what a pin is. Yeah, I do know what a pin is. Yeah. But I'm I'm always looking for like if you start on the ground and the other guy's holding you down and you get up, that's good. And everyone's gonna cheer. If you're up and you do something, you take the guy's legs out or something like that, and then you know, the guy's down on the ground, that's good. Everyone cheers. Okay, that's all I need. That's where I'm starting. That's, that's it's where a, I'm starting. It's a very rudimentary is that I mean, is that no rudimentary I mean, start? That's a pretty that's rough, how I teach my just, four-year-old yeah, type of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely think you should just come with me to a duel. And my good pal Brad, uh, the SID for the wrestling team, uh, he'll let you come sit with me and you can just sit Matt's side so you can literally be all up in it. And you'll be able to tell when a near fall is by the time you leave. I okay. love it. Sign me up. So, and you take a lot of pictures there. Your yes. pictures are phenomenal. I mean, if you guys have a chance to even go back to her football pictures, she knows when to get the best shot. So when you're sitting down Matt's side and you're just waiting for the right shot, when do you know when to take the picture? Like, when do you know that this is going to be a great moment for a picture? Um, I guess with wrestling, I just kind of gauge um, where Iowa State's guy is position-wise. Like, does it look like he's about to head into a good position for himself? Um, and just kind of looking at their faces. There you um, go. She pulled her mic away from her sorry. mouth, so I made her put it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to pay attention to their faces. And with wrestling, the difference from when I shoot football is that I can get really weird positions of them, which those are my favorite. And so I just kind of gauge it as to what's happening. Cause if it looks like they're just going to lay on top of each other for like <laughs> the whole period, I'm not going to take any photos, but if things are getting spicy, I'm going to be clicking away. Like I won't stop. That's the difference with football. Yeah. I can take breaks and watch them for a while. Whereas with wrestling, I just, I have to have like three memory cards, oh, wow. SD cards with me just in case. So when did the photography part of it start or has that always been something you've done? Um, no. So when I got hired, um, we had a staff meeting, like my very first one. And Chris was just kind of talking to us about how we wanted to like spice up our social media. And Jared was, uh, suggested I take our photo pass and like use it to do social. And the, I know a lot of you have noticed, but the uh, signal sucks at uh, yeah. Jack Trice. So yeah. I can't, a little bit. Yeah. So I can't really do social media when I'm on the field. So one day I was like, why don't I just take photos? Like we don't have anyone else doing it. So why don't I just do it? And I borrowed a friend's camera and here we are. And you just taught yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically with an occasional, like I had a professor who I would ask questions. Yeah. But yeah, basically, yeah, all self-taught. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's pretty cool when you post the notes from players and and parents of yeah, they saying thank you for capturing this moment. Those are really cool. I imagine that means a lot to you. It's my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. Are there any that really stick out to you? Like any pictures? Any, um, just like conversations that you've had with players, with families, anything like that with you know the wrestlers? Is there anything that sticks out to you that really like? Oh my gosh, that almost broke my heart because it was so sweet um just the fact when I started doing it and even just in my writing my goal has always been to write about everyone um you know there's a lot of guys who sit on the bench and don't get their time to shine always and you know they still wake up go to practice put the uniforms on and so like I always wanted to be able to capture them and so when I go through um, my wrestling film or my football film I don't just watch the star of the team I like to sit behind the bench and watch them and capture the guys who are just celebrating with their teammates and um 
like just recently with wrestling, uh, one of the parents whose note you guys saw, his son got a chance to start because the starter was hurt and he was done. But this season, he's not wrestling anymore. Mm. So um, just to be able to show them that, you know, their son is important to other people as well, not just them. Um, so, yeah, I guess that would be it. I just I just like to make sure that they know that they are being paid attention to. So That's cool. It's really sweet. I tweeted at you the other day because you were talking about how you had this um, relationship with your dad. Lisa, I was just going to ask this question. Oh, yes. Good job. So, <laughs> and I, like, my dad doesn't love sports. Like, he and I bond over other things, DIY car stuff tire rims tire rims you know just like he and I bond over things other than sports so I just want to hear about like your relationship with your dad and how you guys shared that bond over your love of sports and how that started and what it means to you um well I'm the firstborn and I'm the only girl so I'm definitely daddy's girl so when I was born it was just really like natural habit for my dad to always want me with him when he was watching sports because that's just what he did and so I grew up watching baseball with him but I never really cared about it that's like the I think I would say the unique thing about me is that like I grew up watching baseball with my dad and I watched football with him but like I didn't start paying attention like personally because I cared until like 2011 when like Tim Tebow was Denver Broncos quarterback like that's when I started paying attention to it because I wanted to and so like it was this thing that I would do because I like to be you know daddy's girl and be with him and be like look dad I'm watching baseball with you but like now the conversations are different so now when I go home the first thing he'll ask me is how are the cyclones doing because he doesn't like the cyclones (laughs) that's okay so um so yeah it just kind of grew from me just wanting to be, you know, my dad's best friend who did that with them to suddenly I'm really highly interested into it. And so it's really exciting to see his like reaction to me being into it. So like when I got into the NBA, he started spitting all this knowledge and all this like stuff about all the things he loves and all the players he used to watch. And they were things he never used to say to me because he just didn't think I cared. But now he's like so excited to like bond over it. So the only thing is he's just not a huge wrestling fan. He doesn't really get it. So we don't really bond over it. But But I'm still sure proud of the fact, I'm I'm sure he is still proud of the fact, sorry about that, um, that you cover it. I mean, even if he doesn't necessarily appreciate the wrestling itself I'm sure he's very proud of you yeah I'd like to think so (laughs) (laughs) aren't just like aren't relationships like daughter father relationships so special like I feel like and my dad's not a huge sports guy but he came to watch me play softball one time just a couple years ago honestly the I worked at a tv station and we were playing against a different tv station like co-ed softball game whatever and he came to my game and I hit a home run and it was like so special (laughs) I just love those little moments I one of my favorite memories with my dad is him coming to a law school flag football game I mean why he's probably the only parent there (laughs) you know but he just never missed anything so yeah yeah, we definitely have a bond over sports too oh my gosh are you gonna call your dad after this Jackie (laughs) yeah I'm like I didn't text him back yesterday so I'm kind of feeling bad now but the guilt trip is on yeah 
yeah, you're making me think of things. I was like, what is what have we shared lately? He came to my apartment for the first time the other day, and he saw my Super Bowl media pass for the first time, and he was really excited about That's that. That's awesome. So, so that tell us my... about your Super Bowl media pass. I don't know about this. Uh, you don't? No. Oh. Uh, so I did an internship with the Vikings. It started with training camp, transitioned into a game day intern, so I was there all season, and it was the same season that Super Bowl was at U.S. Bank. And so it just worked out that the league hired all of us Vikings interns to work the Super Bowl. So nice. it was a game day intern for the Super Bowl. Nice. So what all did you do while you were there? Um, it was super glamorous. <laughs> um, if you see the photos, I'm wearing like nice dress up clothes and then tennis shoes <laughs> because uh, part of my duties for the actual day during the game was I delivered stats um, to all the the media. Um, so that was really fun. I got to run around US Bank the whole time. And then post game, we uh, transcribe and deliver all of the interviews to the media, which is super nice because, you know, they don't do that here. But so that was basically what I did was I just made sure the media had everything they needed to be successful when covering the Super Bowl. Was it just the epic? Like, I feel like that's my dream. Um, it was, and it, it like it, it was, but it was really weird because I'd been at US Bank all season, yeah. so I felt like I was attending a dinner party at my house that right. I wasn't throwing. That's like the best way I can describe it. So it's just weird because like we couldn't sit in our spots in the press box, and I wasn't allowed on the field until security left. <laughs> so it, it was weird, but like it felt like I was at the Super Bowl when I saw Tom Brady. Oh god, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so that's major. I didn't know that. And you're not from Iowa, right? No, okay. I was born in Denver, but I grew up in Las Vegas. Vegas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as a non-native Iowan, what's what's your perception of Iowa State and, you know, the Iowa State Cyclone Nation? Um, I guess when I, so why I ended up going to Iowa State is because the culture of the school, everyone is just so all about everything Iowa State and everyone's just all about it and the sports culture is super exciting and super appealing for someone who like in Las Vegas I didn't I didn't see that and so to come to Iowa and you know go to the small town and then be taken up to Ames it was just like a feeling I couldn't like explain and so when I went to my first college football game it just like solidified that I had made the right choice which is really cheesy because you know I was there for an education but like just like the community and like the small town feel in Ames and just like all of the Iowa State fans across the state is just something that I had never experienced before and I would never live in Las Vegas again because of what I've experienced here. That's actually really cool to hear. That from, is cool. I, mean, I think we all kind of feel that way, but we all grew up here, so it's nice to hear that from, from somebody else. Yeah. Um, I have one final question for you. Okay. I know Iowa State is on the up and up in wrestling. But do you just kind of want to give us a general overview of how the year's gone and what's left? Um, I know we're nearing the end. Yeah, so I think this season has been kind of unfortunate in that the Cyclones had um, some injuries pop up. Uh, their starter at 133 pounds, uh, Austin Gomez, suffered a concussion, and he's had um, a few before. So it's something they had to take really serious. Um, so he it hasn't wrestled this season, and it's been really unfortunate because, you know, he was just like a shining spot on the roster. Um, so that was kind of really tough for the team to – 
have them lose that guy and um Todd Small's doing great but you know he's a young guy it's his first time being out there live like that so it's just been like an up and down kind of you know he'll win some he'll lose some uh so that kind of put a damper on that and then recently their 149 pounder had a uh he got injured so then he was out for like a month and that kind of just sucked too um so So it's just been kind of a lot of so it mirrors the men's basketball team, essentially. <laughs> yeah, just some injuries that kind of didn't help them. Um, I mean, they're, they're constant. you know, they've been ranked all season. The guys consistently show up in the rankings as well. So it hasn't been like a total crapshoot. I'm not saying that either. But, you know, there's been moments that, you know, they couldn't control what was happening. Um, I think overall it's just been tough because, you know, they've wrestled against two top five teams and they've kind of lost those not – not in the best way so I just feel like they're definitely progressing they're going to continue to progress but they're just not there yet you know they still need more time to mature the guys that they have and get the guys that are out healthy and then they're gonna skyrocket but I think right now it's just kind of like all right let's see how we can progress on to the next guy so this weekend they'll face off against you and I you and I is a huge huge rival like in terms of just um the rankings and um the talent that is in the state um so you and I is going to be a really tough um competitor for them and it's just going to be another chance to see where are they as they prepare for March so and that's on Sunday right yes and that's senior day I think maybe or um, I might be wrong I mean that's what I thought it was going to be with the rescheduling of NDSU oh, that's right. I feel like it might be okay next weekend all right well pay attention to that if you're interested in senior day but you're right. I forgot about the rescheduled meet. And so you were talking about March. So that's when the, the tournament is. Where Where is the tournament this year? So exciting uh, thing. The NCAA tournament is at U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, wow. Um, so I get to go back to U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, I wasn't able to go to the championships last year, but I told Chris at the end of the season, like, we got to make this happen next season. And then it was announced that it's going to be there. So I was really excited because I didn't know that. So, um yeah, home that's, away from home, apparently. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. So March 19th through the 21st is right. nationals. And then um, they do have the Big 12 championship um, before that. I've I've never been, obviously, but I have friends who have been in the national championships several times, and they say it's absolutely electric. So that'll be awesome for you. Yeah, some of the other guys who cover uh, wrestling told me that the best experience they've ever had in all of sports was Friday night at nationals. So I'm really, really excited. So what kind of, what kind of camaraderie do you just mentioned, you know, the other guys who cover wrestling, is it other guys in the big 12, just like other people that, you know, that cover wrestling at random schools? Are Um, you talking about Iowa state specifically? Yes. I'm talking about the guys who cover Iowa State. So like, um, Ben from the Gazette, uh, Cody from the register, they were the ones that were telling me that, um, yeah, I think because wrestling is just so small and, um, it's not covered as highly as other sports. Um, we're all just like our own little community. Like we're all obviously doing our jobs. And at the end of the day, I guess you could say we're like each other's competition, but, um, They've all been really good to me since I came into it, especially Ben, my BFF. I've he I, he is my best friend. He just I doesn't love know it. it. <laughs> um, so anytime I've had questions or needed to like talk about something that like people who don't follow wrestling might not know, I'll just bother Ben or uh, Brad the SID. He's really helpful if there's something I need to ask, but know that maybe like these guys, the Cyclone Fanatic, might not know. Um, sure. 
they're very helpful. So awesome. And I just feel like you've brought something to Cyclone Fanatic that, I mean, obviously wasn't there before. There wasn't somebody specifically covering wrestling because he wanted you to, you know, come in here and specifically do that. And how do you feel like you've taken that hat on? Like, how do you feel like kind of you've built a vision for the way that Cyclone Fanatic celebrates wrestling here? Well, before I came in, I mean, the guys in the forums are very vocal to let me know that, you know, before I started really covering it, there wasn't a lot. Um, it was a lot of just copy and pasting uh, the releases. And I know Garrett did some coverage, but um, every season that I've done it, I've just wanted to be better than I was the last season. And um, it sucks that, I, you know, I was do- finishing school and then my job search has just been exhausting. So I feel like I haven't been able to put as much time into it, but like I always want to give 100%. Um, or I guess even 110%. Like, I want there to be so much wrestling coverage that the guys never feel like they're... um, And I I guess I shouldn't say guys. All the wrestling fans who follow it don't feel like they're missing any or, like, they have to go scrounging for it. That's, that's like, my goal every season is to try to have as much as I possibly can. Yeah, that's great. And so if somebody wants to follow you, follow, you know, Cyclone Fanatic covering wrestling, where do you put all of your stuff? Where do you house? What's your Twitter? Give us all of your info. Give us your (laughs) digits, baby. (laughs) Well, um, so most of the stuff, um, when it comes to posting like the art, the articles, the features, all that stuff will always be on Cyclone Fanatic, but to get more of the like snippets of videos of the press conference, any quotes, any interviews I do with them, I tweet for my personal account. Um, I don't even remember my handle now that we're sitting here, so let me just pull <laughs> if that friend. tells you how ready I am to sell myself. Let me tell you what mine is. No, um, just- follow me at Jacqueline Cord. Okay. Um, so Jacqueline with a CQ and then Cord is C-O-R-D. Okay. Um, and I'll, so like tomorrow I have wrestling availability and I'll cut up a bunch of videos of things the guy say, coach says, have some very memorable things that coach Stresser says on Tuesday afternoons. <laughs> um, so I'm in the tweet a video, so you should all go follow me and see this video of coach just being completely unscripted. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I go. Um, I try to put a lot of it on the forums to the guy. Uh, fans they love our wrestling forum so they're always on there anything you could possibly need even beyond me they're sharing it so if you want to hang out with them go to the forums i love it ladies we need the ladies on the forum so we don't keep saying the guys well there are ladies in there in the wrestling yeah yeah there's ladies in there too are they talking wrestling yeah and i gotta get in there dm me they tweet at me like fantastic there was a girl looking for someone to go with her to a duel the other day and i was like i would go with you if i didn't have to work it yeah so they're there you just don't see them That's okay great. well if you guys are going to come down to the state wrestling at the iowa event center let me know because i'm going to be there and i'm going to be checking things out now that i'm pretty pumped about wrestling can you get me in there yeah. i just really want i just want to work <laughs> you know what and i saw i saw that you said something about taking pictures let me see what i can do oh let me see no right. promises right. but i gotta tell you i know chris calls you the little spark plug and <laughs> i think that's completely accurate you are wonderful you constantly lift other people up and you just make us smile so we love you very much i'm really uncomfortable don't worry we um after every episode we do a big group hug so just yeah you'll prepare be, yourself that's not a hug. joke that actually happens yep, we cornered does. jared in the parking lot yep. and make him hug us <laughs> And I don't think I've ever hugged Jared. I don't think I've actually touched you guys. 
Well, you're about to in about 20 minutes. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we get back, we'll talk Cyclones women's basketball. All right, we're back, and Jacqueline has agreed to hang out with us, so get ready for some women's basketball chats, okay? I'm ready. Okay. So as we mentioned, Saturday was an important win uh, for the women's basketball team. It was a 63-59 to win over Oklahoma. It was an ugly shooting day. Both teams shot just a tad over 30% from the field. And if you've been paying attention to Iowa State Twitter and social media at all, you know there was a scary moment in the third quarter when Ashley Jones dove for a loose ball and suffered a dislocated shoulder. And I actually took my girls to the game, and we were standing in the concourse because they both wanted to go fill up their sippy cups. And I was so I saw it happen from the concourse, and I could tell from up there that that sucker was dislocated. Oh. It was just hanging. But because she is an absolute BA, she goes into the locker room, they pop that sucker back in, and she comes right back and plays. She missed less than three minutes of game time. That's crazy. It is insane to me. And not only that, but she scored uh, seven points, I think, after she came in, after the dislocated shoulder, and then sunk two free throws at the end of the game to seal the win. What a stud. When I was, like, five, um, my aunt was doing these flips with me where she, like, held my hand, and I flipped over, and I, like, dislocated my um, elbow. And so we went to the emergency room, and they put it up on the thing to, like, to x-ray it, and it popped back in, and I was good to go. So, listen... Ashley, I got you. I know, I know you how that relate. goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so not only that, not only did she basically win the game, but it was her day to sign autographs and take pictures with the kids and families afterwards. And she goes up there, her shoulders iced, and she just handled it like a champ. Of I just could not. I was already impressed with her before, of course, but I could not be more impressed with her now. And like I said, I took the girls and, um, well, after we were upstairs in the concourse and that was happened, obviously that happened, it was dead silent and Hilton and Corey yells, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw Jared over in the press area and I looked over to see if he reacted to see if anybody else heard her (laughs) scream and he didn't, thank God. (laughs) But she, I'm sure you saw my tweet, um, She's a very girly girl. She likes pink and purple and dance, but she hung Ashley's poster up in her room on her own volition, and it was just this moment of swelling pride for me. So I hope it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'll be a dance mom if I have to, but (laughs) really don't want to (laughs) be. I'm signing my daughter up for dance, I think, in the same dance troupe. Do they call it dance troops? I don't know. Dance I have no idea. Pro- what studio? Yeah, wherever y'all are at, we're, com- we're coming. Okay, well, be prepared. It's dance moms. Uh, can't do it. We should have a separate podcast for dance moms. Dance moms, cyclone fanatic dance moms. <laughs> I know. I would rather jump out this window. I'm oh, so you. excited. I'll bring the wine. Oh, there will be wine. <laughs> trust me. It, a bottle each, maybe. You know the lady who brought wine to the caucus and she dropped it? That's going to be me at uh, dance. dance Except instead of wine, I'm going to bring whiskey. That is my drink of choice. <laughs> I'm going to bring mojitos. Something hard. Hard whiskey. liquor. Whiskey. All right, I'll DT you guys. Yes. And you can't drive the kids home. Just call me. <laughs> it's like two blocks from my house. We'll be fine. <laughs> it's across town from mine. So I'm, I'm going to need you she's to gonna, She's going to have out. one glass less than me. <laughs> All right. Now that we've, uh, you know, incriminated ourselves. <laughs> The women play at Texas on Wednesday. It's another big game. Uh, Texas is just ahead of Iowa State in the Big 12 rankings. And 
previous to this weekend, Iowa State was kind of on the bubble for making the tournament. So we just need them to win the games they can win and ensure themselves a ticket. So fingers crossed. That was that was a punch. punching their tickets. Yeah, <laughs> it was very high tech sound effects. Thank you. I mentioned it was a big weekend for some former Cyclones as well. One of them, Bridget Carlton. We talked a couple of weeks ago on the podcast about how she's playing for the Canadian national team uh, on their way, well, attempting to make the Olympics in Tokyo later this summer. And over the weekend, they actually qualified. So all she has to do is make the team this summer, which, I mean, I have no reason to think she won't. And then we'll have an Olympian on our hands, which is pretty great. That's amazing. Really amazing. I saw um, LeBron James might go to the Olympics. Was that your <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to throw something in here because I didn't prepare for this podcast at all. Is that, is that your random uh, story of the night? Um, how about the XFL? I don't want to talk about the XFL. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is awkward. Jared already talked about the XFL. It's not. Listen, it's not that I won't talk about it. It's just I feel like everyone's been talking about okay, it. Okay. I want to be a contrarian here. Okay. Did you see Matt Thomas over the yeah, weekend? Matt Thomas Four, he said 14 weekend. in a row. He had 15 points, six rebounds, and three steals in 22 minutes. So not a not too shabby, Matty Ice. Not too shabby. Wait, that's you. <laughs> We've already talked about this once. That's from uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, it is. Right. But I don't do it intentionally, so it's even worse. But I do. <laughs> Where are you going, Elisa? Oh. I'm just trying to get my phone. Okay, well, good She's luck. She's trying to find her sports thing. Her, the one thing. <laughs> okay, I'll go while you get yours ready. Okay. So mine is about Jessica Mendoza, who I've talked about before on the podcast, how much I adore her and think it's wonderful that she's in the Sunday night baseball booth, except she's not anymore. I was going to say, <laughs> she was. Got demoted after she made some somewhat controversial comments about the <laughs> Astros whistleblower who basically broke the sign-stealing story. She said <laughs> it was a player that benefited... Uh, from, from it during the regular season, when I first heard about it, it hits you like any teammate. It's something you don't do. And I kind of want to be like, or you just don't steal signs. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm bummed that she's not going to be in the booth anymore, but I, I get it. I don't know. Do you have anything to contribute to that? Well, I was just thinking about baseball because I saw that the, um, the Giants uh, hired a female coach. Oh. Yeah. So Alyssa Nakin? Is, is it Alyssa or Lisa? Well, it's A-L-Y-S-S-A. Alyssa. It's not Lisa with an uh, <laughs> like my name is. Um, but she's the Major League Baseball's first female coach. She's going to be a Giants assistant. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. That is and cool. I, I think the that. Yankees hired a female yeah. hitting coach, too. Several teams yeah, have female special advisors. but la- Last fall, maybe. But yeah. yeah, I just thought that was cool. First female official coach well we lose one in the booth and we gain one as a coach so, i know i mean i might be a giants fan now did you see this news just broke right before i drove over here how the mlb is discussing potentially messing with the playoffs i know you don't care just pretend like you care for a minute messing with oh the playoffs. no adding teams and basically allowing teams to choose who they play in the divisional series how about no yeah i that's how i felt too i'm I a wish, classic yeah i wish they could see my face right now <laughs> absolutely not let's you try don't that mess out in the xfl baseball. first <laughs> that's right that's a great point that sounds like a good duty for the xfl um so jared do you think john rule is gonna buy a squad in the in the xfl what a franchise, not a squad, but you knew what I was trying to say. <laughs> Listen, Ja Rule, 
needs to stick to Firefest or the Women's Football Alliance or whatever it was. The oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I started following the girl that you were talking about. Isn't it's she like beautiful? Track. By the way? She's she used to be into track. Yes. So I think she needs to change her handle so everybody knows that she's into football now. Oh, because this is something track related. It's still track something, yeah. But yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's like she's ripped. She's beautiful. She's beast super mode fast. in the gym. Yes, yeah. beast mode. Yeah. So I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. Do you remember it? Track. She was the New person. York. She's the face of the Women's Football League Alliance. I think is what it was called. She signed that it's multi-million dollar deal, which <laughs> details have yet to be confirmed. Right. It's track baby zero zero one. Okay. Santia Deck. Santia Deck, that's right. And I knew that it was Track Baby, but I didn't want to say that because if it was wrong, then it, I would have had egg on my face. Right. Oh, wow. That was quite the old lady reference, too. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me just grab my Werther's. Do you have any other random stories for us? I don't have any <laughs> random stories. Jacqueline, do you have any random stories for us? No. I, Jared? You didn't prepare me. No. Well, sometimes we throw in random stories I at the know. end. No. Do you want to hear about my car troubles? No. Okay. Because I don't want you to get your blood part. Your blood pressure. No, up I'm again. all good. Everything's fixed now. Okay, it was a rough week for Elise. It was rough. Yeah, but we back. We back. Are you debt free? I'm debt free. Treat yourself <laughs> with some new rims. <laughs> I need to get some new rims. Those are broken down. Does anybody else have the rims that you just stick on the side of your things, or am I the only one? Don't have a clue. I uh, see. I yeah, I don't know. Back in the day, I thought that that's what you did: is that you took the <laughs> hubcaps off and you stuck these shiny, you know, forty dollars rims on your <laughs> Nissan twenty eleven Nissan Altima. Apparently, that's not what you do. And I'm just driving around with cheap plastic rims. But anyway, whatever. You're a cool mom. It's fine. I am a cool mom. My windows are also tinted. Ooh. <laughs> Which I think is illegal, isn't it? Okay, they're not tinted that I much. I say only to a certain point. Settle down, it? lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know the first thing about tinted mm-hmm. windows. Sorry. All right. Well, with that, just to recap, women's basketball plays Wednesday night. Men's basketball plays Wednesday night. Wrestling on Saturday and Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. So hopefully it's a solid week for Cyclone Nation. Anything else, ladies? No. Okay. All right. Go Cyclones. <laughs> Go stay.